The Blevins Franks Report with Rob Kay of Blevins Franks Wealth Management. It's this time on Riviera Radio where we talk to Rob Kay and we can say Happy October. Absolutely, Howard. Happy October. Let's uh, let's hope the the weather calms down ever so slightly. It's it's slightly cooler, but I wouldn't say it's markedly so. No. Okay. Well, over the past few weeks, we've discussed various outside influences which could adversely impact our finances. This week, can we go back to basics and discuss some simple steps which will ensure our income and our assets are protected? However, before we get on to that, what caught your eye in the news this week? Well, Howard, uh, France seems to be the uh, the centre of the world at the moment. Prince Charles, Queen Camilla and the Pope have left, but the world's media still seems to be focused on La Belle France. The, the Rugby World Cup is nearing the end of the group stages and focus seems to be shifting towards next year's Olympic Games. Unfortunately, rather than celebrating the positive impacts events such as this deliver, we're continually bombarded with negative press. Now, last week I mentioned the fact that France's economy minister, Bruno Le Maire, had jumped the gun and announced the government intends to raise income tax plans by 4.8% to cushion the effects of price rises on taxpayers. This week it was the turn of President Macron to do the same before the official budget was announced on Wednesday. Macron promised workers on modest revenues an annual €100 Euro payment to help with fuel costs and more help to pay for electric vehicles. Almost 50% of the price of petrol is tax. But Macron said pricing increases are due to factors outside of his and his government's control and the high tax is necessary for the transition to a greener economy. He also announced gas boilers, just like Rishi Sunak had done in the UK, will not be banned and insisted increases to tax foncier are due to local authorities. He said his government had eliminated 60 billion euros in taxes including at the end of the tax debitation on main homes. Now, on the subject of tax funds here, the deadline for online and direct payments is this month. For bills of less than €300, Euros, you have until October 16 to pay by cash, cheque or bank transfer, but bills over €300 Euros can be paid online via smartphones or tablets. The deadline is midnight on the 21st of October and bank accounts will then be debited five days later. From today, the reimbursement of dental fees will reduce from 70% to 55% or 65%, which means the amount not reimbursed for patients' out-of-pocket expenses will rise by 35 to 45%. If you have top-up insurance, this additional expense should be covered. Now, French Prime Minister Elizabeth Bourne this week introduced us to what she described as the shocking practice of, of shrink, excuse my teeth, shrinkflation. Now, anyone of a certain age who's bought a Mars bar over the past years is already acutely aware of this practice. We just didn't know it had a name. Anyway, Ms. Bourne announced that from November, manufacturers will be forced to clearly identify any products that have been reduced in size but not in price. We were told the move will outlaw the, and ensure consumers are no longer mis, misled. Consumer watchdogs have long denounced the practice, which has been increasingly used as manufacturing costs have soared. And finally, Howard, anyone who chooses to repair their own clothes rather than throw them away can now apply for financial help under a brand new scheme. Repairers certified by the Refashion Eco Organisation, which is piloting the project on behalf of the government, 
can now apply for reductions of six euros to 25 euros to their repair costs. A 154 million euro fund is available until 2028. And the movie is part of a reform of the textile sector, which attempts to encourage the reusing of clothing. Two thirds, we are told, of the 700,000 tons of clothes thrown away every year end up in French landfill sites. Now, next week, I think we need to focus our attention on budgets, especially the 2024 budget, which I announced, which I said it was announced on Wednesday. And let's explore what we have um, from a way of extra or less euros in our pockets next year. OK, we'll look forward to that. So, in your experience, do most of us have adequate tax planning and do we keep up to date with tax changes? <laughs> Good question, Howard. I mean, I frequently have described during these broadcasts as, as tax as a necessary evil. Um, for most of us, it's just something that's deducted from our income. We we never physically see the gross amount. Um, and because tax is perceived as complicated, it's it's probably ignored. It only occasionally appears on most of our personal radars when there is a key event, such as maybe a tax declaration, or as we've seen recently, when times are financially challenging and we have to focus on our finances because of, as we've seen, rampant inflation. Lots of our initial inquiries come from people who are selling or thinking about selling an asset. Conversations frequently start with, what tax will I pay if I sell my property, an investment, or my business? Or I was talking to a friend and they told me I'll have to pay social charges when I sell something. Popular questions from British expatriates are, I'm a French resident I'm an, and I'm about to sell a UK asset. Will I pay UK tax? Or the opposite. I'm a UK resident selling a French asset, so will I pay French tax? Since Brexit, those type of cross-border questions have definitely become much more frequent. I know this is going to sound really boring, but these are all examples of why we all need our own financial plan, which protects our income and our assets. Boring as it might sound, planning our finances has to involve tax planning. I've mentioned this before, but I won't, and I won't use the exact words a client used, but she said, you're strange. You love this tax minefield. Now, despite what Jane thinks, I know tax isn't exciting, but the longer I'm around the more interested the strategies behind tax planning become for me. Blevins Franks has spent nearly 50 years helping clients with their financial planning. We really understand cross-border taxation and finances, which means our clients have a one-stop shop. We keep clients up to date as their financial world continues to evolve, which without any doubt will continue to happen. In response to the final part of your question, do we keep up to date with tax changes? Or more specifically, do we act on them? Well, early this week I received an email from a Riviera Radio listener who regularly listens to this broadcast. She explained her current situation and how she's listened for years but not heeded our advice or taken the steps required to improve her situation. Like lots of us, other life events have taken priority over the past 10 years and sorting out her finances is something she will get around to doing eventually. Unfortunately, eventually has already cost this lady far too much tax and unfortunately it's now too late to save her family thousands and thousands more in tax. Not taking care of our taxes is the easiest way for the taxman to legitimately take more than he should do and we can never get it back. If you didn't make any New Year resolutions this year, I urge everyone to make an autumn one. Decide to review your financial planning arrangements today. What advice do you have for someone who's just retiring or planning to retire to France? 
if you've just retired or you or you've just stopped working, your retirement plan doesn't or shouldn't stop there. We could be retired for thirty, forty, or some of us, um, we may be retired longer than we've worked. Not having a job and having more freedom should mean we have time to do all the things we've been meaning to do, but couldn't because we had to go to work. While we're working, we live our lives within very defined parameters. We get up, we go to work, we have lunch, we go home, probably all at specific times. Retirement hands the control of those personal parameters over to us. Levins Franks looks after the financial affairs of hundreds, probably thousands of retired expatriates. And we've learned controlling those personal parameters are one of the biggest retirement challenges. We all need a degree of structure in our lives, and that doesn't change when we, when we retire. We need to regularly review our finances. We may have retired, but our finances haven't. They need to evolve because our circumstances will continue to do so. And it's not just our personal circumstances that evolve. Those of our nearest and dearest also have a knock-on effect. We'll be very lucky if at some point we don't have to deal with health issues. Some of us may have relocated back to the UK or may have to. As our circumstances change, so does the French fiscal landscape. But that's normal. That's what tax authorities and governments do. The problem for many expatriates is their assets are frequently spread between different countries, which means you need to be mindful of what is changing in each of the countries where you hold your assets. How important is it for us to carry out regular succession health checks? Um, if, we, if we do nothing and hope our financial affairs are watertight, we shouldn't be surprised when we discover a window has come open and the taxman, just like the rain, has leaked in and stained, or worse still, ruined our finances. Excuse the expression, but it's dead easy for the tax authorities to gather up succession and inheritance taxes than collect many other taxes. When you've passed away, you're not around to argue about the succession rules or the tax, so the taxman is in charge. And if you've left any windows open, rain won't leak in, your wealth will flood out. Most of you listening this morning know we should make a will. Most of us want our assets to go to who we want them to go to when we die, not who the French government tells us they must go to. Unfortunately, if we're a French resident, our wishes will be ignored. France has very strict rules about who inherits what when we die and how much tax will then become due. If we make a mistake or fail to plan, the probability is our wealth will flood out. If you have any doubts about reviewing your estate planning, just speak to someone who has experienced the French succession system, someone who's encountered succession issues or had to deal with the French tax authorities. I can assure you, reviewing your estate planning arrangements will come sharply into focus. So, are there ways to avoid France's forced airship rules? Yeah, there, yeah, there, are, there are lots of things we can do, but they're all quite specific. They generally need to be used in specific situations. The starting point is always, where were you married? In the UK, couples simply get married. They typically book the church, get their bands read, they buy rings, invite their guests, have a party, then off they go on holiday. Sorry, honeymoon. <laughs> The, the process in France is much more bureaucratic. A dossier must be submitted to the local mayor, and there is a list of prenuptial requirements. One of those requirements is to meet an auteur to discuss which French marriage regime you will be married under. The one you choose will have a direct impact on what happens to your assets when you die, which potentially, if you think about it, could be 30, 40, or for one widow I met recently, it was over 60 years later. Another simple strategy to avoid forced airship is the use of a clause tontine. 
when you actually first buy a property. This clause, as I said, first buy, what I mean by that is it must be inserted in the compromis de vente. It can't be added later. But adding the clause will ensure a jointly purchased property will automatically pass to the survivor. And of course, probably the most widely used succession strategy or solution is to hold your investment assets in an assurance fee. Assurance V assets are exempt from France's forced heirship rules, so you can dictate who gets what when you die. Capital can pass automatically to the nominated beneficiary or beneficiaries when the Assurance V life assured dies. This succession advantage is one of the reasons why over 70% of the French population hold their investment assets in Assurance V. When the succession benefits are then combined with reduced succession taxes, you have a succession strategy that can't be beaten, and it really should not be ignored. Investment markets can be unpredictable. How can we protect our investments and decide when to buy and sell? Yeah, I suppose financial markets have had a volatile three, four, maybe even five years, but it's those periods of unpredictability which create opportunities for investors to make unprecedented returns. Most of us probably prefer, or maybe would prefer, to take a very vanilla approach. And, and invest and know exactly how much our investments will make. Unfortunately, cash sitting on deposit only gets us predictable returns. And although a lever account is generating 3%, inflation is still running at close to 6%. So over the past couple of years, the buying power of our capital has reduced twice as quickly as it has appreciated. There will be plenty of people out there who are thinking, yes, but at least my money is in the, in sitting in the bank means I won't lose any money. I understand that reaction, especially if we've been burned by jumping out of the market and not being in to enjoy the recovery. It's a bitter pill to swallow. Leaving our capital sitting on deposit simply guarantees it won't make us any money because over the past 50 years, cash deposits have not ever outpaced inflation. Current predictions estimate inflation could return to the magical 2% target by maybe this time next year. So we, we know if we leave cash sitting on deposit for the next 12 months, it will buy us even less next year than it has done this year. Let's be clear, successful investing is not easy. Reaching your investment goals can be difficult, and the road is not without a few bumps and mishaps along the way, because financial markets are unpredictable, even for the seasoned investors. Getting a better understanding of investment principles can help avoid the pitfalls, so if you follow some basic principles and work with a financial advisor such as Blevins Franks, you should be able to turn your goals into reality. Does tax planning make a significant difference to how much tax we pay, especially on investment income? Whether you, whether you do or whether you don't isn't really an option. If you don't, you will simply pay more tax. I don't understand why so many people don't explore if there are more tax-efficient ways to hold their investment assets and then blindly pay more tax than they need to. Take, for instance, paying tax on a bank account, as we just discussed. Even if you don't withdraw the interest credited to your account, you will pay tax, probably at 30%. Now, too many expatriates are caught out by not reviewing their financial arrangements for their new lives in France. Income derived from UK ICES and premium bonds and other UK tax-advantaged investment structures um, are tax-free in the UK, but they are fully taxable in France. By retaining UK investments and UK investment structures, you'll miss out on the alternatives which are more appropriate for French residents. 
structures that can reduce tax bills, as well as numerous other potential benefits, such as currency flexibility. We always need to be on the lookout for opportunity, and as the world's investment markets have hit a speed bump, now is definitely one of those moments. We can batten down the hatches and wait for the storm to pass, or we can look for opportunities. When I say opportunities, I'm not just referring to, to buying opportunities, although there are still a lot of good companies out there and good funds out there which are trading well below their previous par, and they will continue to recover and move forward as, uh, as the next few years happen. Recently, we've used the current opportunity to help lots of people rearrange their financial affairs because their capital gains liabilities have been suppressed or extinguished by the adverse market conditions. This has allowed some clients to get rid of UK investments, which they should have abandoned before they left the UK, and allowed others to appropriately rearrange their finances for their new lives here in France. After moving to France, will we pay more tax than we need to if we continue to take advice from a UK advisor, rather than using a local advisor? However, the UK-situated assets are always and have always been liable to UK inheritance tax. So the decision over the past couple of years to freeze UK tax thresholds, then extend it to 2028, will definitely result in UK assets being more exposed to more and more taxes over the next four or five years. If you're a French resident, whatever your will says, your estate is exposed to French rules and both UK and potentially French taxes. As we mentioned earlier, that could mean your wishes will be ignored, but it frequently means your estate or your beneficiaries will pay way more tax than they need to. In my experience, UK advisors just don't have the knowledge or the experience to advise French resident clients. Since Brexit, most simply don't have the permissions to give European resident clients advice, even when it's given when the client visits them in the UK. Cross-border estate and succession tax planning needs expert professional advice from an advisor who knows the rules on either side of the channel. This issue was heightened recently when France changed its position regarding Brussels' four rules for French assets. Given our recent experience, this change hasn't been picked up by UK advisors who blindly continue to advise their British clients living in France to elect to use simply Brussels 4. We need a window to see opportunities, and I believe using a locally-based advisor ticks that box. Sorry for repeating what I said a few minutes ago, but we should, continue the, we should consider the investment opportunities the past five years have created. For the time being, the UK's lifetime allowance has been abolished, and the overseas transfer charge has not been extended to Europe, so we can legitimately avoid potentially a 55% tax charge. There are way too many instances and examples to list. I would urge everyone listening this morning to not fall into the trap. The listeners I mentioned earlier has now found herself in because of not doing something. Don't put off doing something a day longer. Find out if you find out if you need to do something and make a considered decision. Don't let life and the taxman conspire together to take control of you and your finances. Blevins Franks is fully authorised to provide financial advice in France. Our partners live and work locally so they have an in-depth knowledge of the tax and the succession regimes, as well as lots of common issues which are faced by all UK expatriates. Initial conversations with Blemings Franks are complimentary, so to arrange a call or a meeting, contact our French hub, and the telephone number there is 0493 001780. That's 0493 
001780. And if our Monaco office is more convenient for you, you can contact our Monaco office. And the number here in Monaco is 97775574. That's 97775574. And if you'd like to get to know more about Blevins Franks or you prefer to make contact via the internet, you can visit our website, which is www.blevinsfranks.com. Many thanks, Rob. We'll talk again next Sunday morning. I look forward to it, Eric. We'll explore the ins and outs of this year's French budget. The Blevins Franks Report. If you would like more information on any of the topics discussed in this program, contact your local Blevins Franks office on 0493 00 or riviera at com. Focusing on the big picture. At Blevins Franks, our financial advisors take a holistic approach. We get to know our clients, your family situation and objectives, and our integrated advice covers tax and estate planning, savings and investments, and pensions. We aim to consolidate many of your assets, keeping things simple for you and your family and heirs. Get in touch with your local Blevins Franks advisors today. Visit BlevinsFranks.com. That's BlevinsFranks.com.